the sausage hunt. That's right, baby. Getting you through 30 podcasts in 30 days. The only way we know how to do it. We're getting right into it. Can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear me. You know we got to keep doing this because it's only one more week. Till Game of Thrones and we're going to rehash it. Season 4, Fast and Furious. Giving it to you. This throne must be occupied before the throne is where the king rules. And be there a king in the north, be there a king in the west, a king in the east, or a king in the south. They all shall sit upon the throne. And when they sit upon the throne, they shall give it all they've got. Whether that is gotting in the north, gotting in the south, gotting east of the bite, gotting in the vale, gotting at Craster's Keep, or somewhere in between, they must go, yes. And go they must throughout the proud years that we give them here. So we're going to rage through season four. You know, where did we start off with season four? Tywin riding high. He just kicked everybody's ass and the war is over. The, the Starks are dead and all that. And I love the way the season starts with them melting down Ned Stark's sword and forging two new swords with it because it was just so bloody big. There was enough Valyrian steel for two swords and there was only a couple smiths left in the world that would are able to work with Valyrian steel and Tywin found them and they did. They did it and you can sing the reigns of Casimir all night. I love the way season one or season four started episode one. So, we, you know, we, we go on a long journey from there. We go raging through what's going on with, you know, Walder Frey after that. What's going on with the Bruce Bolton and. Ramsey Bolton. What's going on at the wall? Balon Greyjoy gets a letter. He, you know, he's going through. We rage through that season. And Sansa ends up getting whisked away on a boat with Littlefinger. Where the hell are they going? They're going to the Vale for a little while. That's what they do. And what happens uh, north of the Wall, man? Oh, we've got a mutiny. Mutiny at Craster's Keep. And it, we see Lord Jorah Mormont stabbed in the back by his own man. He should have known that. Desperate time calls for desperate measures. And, oh, then there's Bronn and Hodor and Mira and Joge and Reed heading north, and they just happen to go by Craster's Keep. Oh, hey, guys, how's it going? And they end up getting captured there. Jeez. And then you've got Locke, the dude that cut Jamie's hand off. He's infiltrating the Night's Watch because Roose Bolton sent him up there to kill any remaining um starks he wants them all dead so he sent Locke up there and Locke's hanging out he's like oh yeah i'm just a guy coming in here can i join the night's watch yeah let's go i'm gonna find somebody to kill so 
he ends up doing that. They go to Craster's Keep. There's a big battle. People die. Gilly gets away. Oh, man. And then, oh, who can forget Joffrey's wedding? You know, Joffrey's wedding was a great, great big deal. And that's uh, Joffrey dies, poisoned, and, and Cersei and everybody thinks it's thinks it's Tyrion that did it. But obviously, everybody who knows anything knows that it wouldn't be him. Poisoning, poisoning the wine would be a little too... Mm, obvious for them so what else do we got there you got a funny ass uh, reenactment of the war of five kings you've got liza in the veil i'm just shooting all over the place and oberon martell he's great he just lays waste to king's landing going hanging out in the brothel and his girlfriend Illyria, alaria yeah she's she's enjoying things until <laughs> Until after Joffrey's wedding, when Tyrion goes on trial and ends up requesting yet another trial by combat. That's right. So we're just raging through. And how does it all end? You know, John heads north of the wall, tries to talk peace with Montserrata. And out of freaking nowhere, here comes Stannis because he bought an army with money he borrowed from the Iron Bank when Sir Davos cut a he uh, cut a face promo for him in front of the bank, and the bank ended up writing a check to those guys. So bravo to them. I mean, how many raid? How many? Uh, what are those guys called? The Gold Company, I believe, that sell swords. They're going north of the wall and capturing mance raider and all them and he decides then they end up staying at castle black it's like oh geez what are you gonna do so needless to say we got a lot to get through and we've got a special and we've got a special addition to the season four bat and cleanup we're gonna bring in your favorite game of thrones expert Kowski is coming in. We're going to get him on the phone right about now. Nostrovia, Johnny. Hey, hey, Kowski's in the house. How's it going, brother? Excellent. How about yourself? Good. Great. I'm just getting through 30 podcasts in 30 days, and we're going diving right into it. I know it's WrestleMania Sunday for a lot of people, and if you're anything like me, you just signed up for 30 free days on the WWE Network so you can watch WrestleMania tonight. <laughs> well, uh, you know, just, uh, 30, 30 and 30 days is pretty impressive, but uh, even more so, I think, is is maybe getting through all 67 episodes of Game of Thrones. With seven days to go. We had, we're Hard raging. to believe it's almost here. I know. After almost what? Is it over two years or almost two years? Uh, I think they finished up like last, or maybe like summer of 17. So it's been too long. It's been too long. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, since, well, we, since you're here... We, I'm going to go straight into the fastest, most comprehensive line-by-line -line recap of Game of Thrones uh, with Haiku for, um, just for good measure, we're going to go through them all. So let's get this, let's see what we got here. Uh, 
and you're listening to the game. Let me let me get my good buddy Lancel Lannister to kick this, this stuff is off here. And you're listening <laughs> to the Game of Thrones minute with Johnny. And, you guys and now on the, the Sausage Hut Podcast, it's time for the Game of Thrones minute. With Johnny Kilbasa. Or maybe like 10 minutes. It's going to take a while to get through. But Kowski, wanted to get you in here just so you can uh, hear it all. And I do believe that you wrote one of your own haikus for an episode in this, didn't you? Uh, I did. I meant to keep up, but, um, you know, so nice out this weekend. I just uh, didn't get around to doing more, but I'll see if I can keep up with you a little bit this weekend. Do you, do you remember which one you wrote it for? I do. Which episode was it? Uh, Oathkeeper, episode four. Okay, so when I get to the when I get to the episode four, and I hit the um, reverb to do the haiku, you can do yours too. Okay. Okay, yeah. you'll do yours first. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna gird my loins as we come up to ringing the bell of shame which we haven't got to yet in the uh, rehashes but we're going to do it all all the same <sighs> here's <Sabrina> here. <coughs> all right good luck thank you thank you get uh okay we got we've got reverb all right here we go ring that bell of shame 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 okay here we go shame S4E1, two swords. Tywin has smiths melt Ned's swords, ice, and forge two new swords. Tywin gives one Valyrian steel sword to Jamie. Jamie refuses to leave the King's Guard and go rule Casterly Rock. Tyrion, Bronn, and Pod welcome Prince Oberon from Dorne, except he slipped into the city last night. Oberon stabs a Lannister soldier in the wrist at Littlefinger's place. Oberon tells Tyrion that Rhaegar left his sister and started a war, and that the mountain killed his sister and her children. Danny's dragons are teenagers. Dario and Grey Worm have a sword hold off. Sansa knows about how her mother and brother died. Shay sneaks into Tyrion. Tyrion's room because she's horny and oh she's noticed. Jamie gets a golden hand. Cersei gives him the cold shoulder. Egret and Tormund meet the Thens. The Thens roast humans. John goes on trial before Slint, Alistair, and Amon. Brienne talks to Marjorie about the demon that killed Renly. Jamie, Sir Marin, and Jamie all talk about great deeds. Dario talks strategy with Danny. The mile markers are adorned with dead slaves. Jamie and Brienne talk to the Stark girls. Sansa talks to the fool who gives her, her his mother's necklace. Arya and the Hound find Polliver and his crew at the tavern. Arya it gets needle back and here it is adolescent dragons over and finds king's landing needle comes back home <laughs> Episode 2, The Lion and the Rose. Ramsey, Reek, and Miranda go for a hunt. Tyrion tells Jamie Braun will help him train with his left hand, and they do. Roose, Walden, and Locke make it back to the Dreadfort. Ramsey presents Reek. Roose isn't happy. Reek shaves Ramsey. Roose sends Roose, Roose sends Ramsey and Reek to take Mo Kalen. Varys warns Tyrion that Shay should leave. Cersei points Shay out to Tywin. Tywin will have Shay later. Joffrey cups up Tyrion's book with his new sword. Tyrion sends Shay away. Melisandre burns heretics. Melisandre, Stannis, and Selyse dine. Melisandre talks to Shireen about hell. Bran wargs into summer. Bran touches the weirwood tree and the three-eyed raven tells him to look beneath the tree. Marjorie and Joffrey wed in the Sept Baylor. Jamie tells Loras he will never marry Cersei. Loras says neither will he. At the reception, Cersei accuses Brienne of loving Jamie. Joffrey introduces Dwarf Theater. War of the Five Kings. Joffrey takes, makes Tyrion his cupbearer and dies poisoned. Heretics burn stakes. A wedding, a war, and wine. Cupbearer, no more. 
episode three breaker of chains the fool takes sansa to little fingers boat little fingers men's kill the fool the necklace is fake little little finger knew the whole story marjorie and elena contemplate Mar marjorie's dead husbands in the sep tywin explains kingness to tommen over joffrey's body jamie clears the sep cersei wants to jamie to kill Tyrion. jamie bangs cersei in the sept right next to their dead son the hound and area get taken in at a farm slam some stew rob the dude and leave no one at castle black believes that sam killed a white walker gilly and sam defeather chickens davos suggests getting the golden company to fight for them then shireen gives him a reading lesson Dor Dor davos has shireen write a letter to the iron bank of bravo sam drops gilly off in molestown oberon and Ilaria orgy tywin shows up tywin denies ordering the killing of oberon's sister and tywin asks oberon to be a judge in Ty Tyrion's uh, funeral ha <laughs> Pod smuggles food and candles into Tyrion's cell. Tyrion will get no guests. Wildlings sack a village. They send Ollie to the wall. Ed returns from Craster's Keep and tells of Carl's mutiny. Marine sends a champion outside the walls. Dario whips his ass. Danny cuts face promo for the slavers of Marine to rise up and be free. They fling barrels of flave collars into the city. A good king must be. Tyrion will stand trial. Collar barrels fly. All right, here we go. Episode four, Oathbreaker. Masande teaches Grey Worm the common tongue. Unsullied, sneak into the city and give slaves swords. The city falls. They call Danny Misa. Danny nails the masters, and and they, as they nailed slaves, Bron tells Jamie Tyrion was his first choice for the champion in his trial in the Eyrie. Jamie and Tyrion discuss suspects and motives in Tyrion's cell. Sansa and Littlefinger discuss motives. Elena tells Marjorie about her exploits and basically confesses to killing Joffrey. Locke kicks a dude's ass at the wall and introduces himself to Jon Snow. Cersei tells Jamie she wants Sansa's head. Marjorie sneaks in to see Tommen and Sir Pounce. Jamie gives Brienne his Valerian steel sword, some armor, and Pod. Bronn gives Pod Tyrion's axe. Brienne names the sword Oathkeeper. Sam wants to give save Gilly. Jon wants to save Bran. Alistair okay's Jon's trip to Craster, but only if volunteers go. Ed Locke, Ed and Locke volunteer. Carl and Rast live it up at Craster's. A baby boy is born. Rast takes him out for an offering. Bran and company hear the baby crying. Bran and company sneak up the crasters keep and get captured white walker brings the baby to the night king the night king touches the baby and his eyes turn blue misa takes marine carl Janelle legend gray skies and blue eyes kowski that's right episode five first of his name thomas crown king cersei and marjorie chat about family ties danny hears that asks for and yunkai falling back to the slavers danny will not sail for rest roast Littlefinger and sansa go through the bloody gate liza welcomes sansa liza poison john aaron with poison Littlefinger gave her sansa can hear them banging tywin tells cersei their gold mines are dry and the crown owes the iron bank a lot of money vesting the tyrells and the crown will help pay those debts aria recites her deathless liza gives sansa a lie detector test aria practices water dancing and tries to stab the hound Ober and Cersei talks talk to Marcella. Cersei sends a ship to her. Pod tells Brienne about the King's Guard he killed during Blackwater. Jojen Reed tells Bran they're all only there to guide him to the tree. John and the Crows wait till sundown. Carl's about to take Mira. Jojen offers sight. The Crows attack. Locke tries to kidnap Bran. Bran wargs into Hodor and kills Locke. Bran sees John, decides they should leave without talking. John fights Carl Craster's uh, Craster's wife with the save. Uh oh, Rast takes off, but Ghost gets him. They all burn. Craster's keep. Tommen is king next. Liza poison John Aaron. Craster's keep burns bright. Episode 6. The Laws of God and Men. Davos and Stannis sail to Bravos. They wait in the lobby of the Iron Bank. The bank guys work them over. Davos cuts a face promo for Stannis. Davos finds Solidor San in the bathhouse and recruits him with his newly loaned money. They are found in the kennel. Um, Theon's found in the kennels. A battle in 
Wait a second. Yara leads a team of Ironborn to Deepwood Mott to rescue Theon. They are found in the kennels. A battle ensues. Theon refuses to leave. Yara and a and her crew take off without him. Ramsey rewards Reek with a bath and a special mission. Uh, Dragon swoops in for roasted goat. A sheepherder knows Danny. Uh, a sheepherder shows Danny the bones of his roasted goats. His daughter Zolorak asks Danny to give his father a proper burial. The small council with Oberon Martell discuss dealing with Danny. Oberon nails Varys's accent and asks him to join him in the brothel. Varys prefers power over desire. Jamie gets Tyrion for his trial. He is. Led in in chains, Sir Mirren Tramp, Pycelle, Cersei, and Varys testify. Jamie offers to leave the King's Guard to let Tyrion live. Tywin agrees, then brings shade to the stand. Tyrion cuts the promo of a lifetime and demands a trial by combat. Iron Bank of Davos. The Strangler was the poison. Trial by combat. Episode 7, here we go. It's called Mockingbird. Jamie is pissed that Tyrion threw his life away. Cersei chooses the mountain as her champion. Arya and the Hound find a dying man and kill Rorg after his friend bites the Hound. Jon suggests sealing the tunnel. Alistair assigns him to the top of the wall. Bronn won't be his champion. Dario, Dario sneaks into Danny's bedrooms and disrobes. Solis tells Melisandre Stannis wants to bring Shireen. Jorah brings begs restraint from Danny. She will send Hosedar to Yunkai. The, he, the Hound feels sorry for himself. Brandon pod eat hot pie at hot pie's place and get a lead on aria oberon will be Tyrion's champion sansa smacks robin littlefinger plants one on sansa aunt liza saw it and has sansa over the moon door but littlefinger stops her and sends liza out the door instead <coughs> a bite on the hound you can't give up on gravy oberon champion Episode 8, The Mountain and the Viper Belching, popular songs in the Mole Town brothel. Gilly senses an attack. Torment, Egret, and company attack. Molestown, Egret sees Gilly with baby salmon, lets them live. Grey Worm sees Masande bathing in the river. They talk about stuff. Ramsey sends Reek Greyjoy to take Moat Kalen. Theon Reek talks to the Ironborn into letting themselves get flayed. Ramsey takes Moat Kalen. Sansa gives Littlefinger's... Sansa saves Littlefinger's ass with a beautiful lie. Barristan Selmy gets a telegram. Sir Jorah's royal pardon. Da Danny banishes Jorah for spying on her. Ramsay gives Roos Moat Kalen, and Roos gives Ramsay his Bolton name. The Hound gets Arya to the bloody gate and learns that Aunt Liza is dead. Sansa and Littlefinger get new black getups. Tyrion and Jamie talk about Cousin Orson. Then the Viper and the Mountain fight. They both perish, and Tyrion is sentenced to death. Ramsay is Bolton. Sansa makes a new black dress. Mountain Thumbs Viper. Episode 9, The Watchers on the Wall. Sam and John talk about women while standing on top of the wall. Egret tells the Them that Jon Snow is hers. Meister Amon and Sam talk about lost loves. Gilly and Little Sam show up at Black Castle Black's gate. John sees a huge fire from the top of the wall. The wildlings attack Castle Black from both sides. John is slint. Pussy's out. Giants hook chains to Mammoth and go for the gate. Alistair and Tormund go at it. John sends Gren to the guard the inner gate. Then John goes down to join the fray. He kills the Then Egret spots Jon Snow right before Ollie nails her with an arrow. The wildlings retreat for the night. Tormund's captured. Gren held the gate. They need to burn the bodies. And John heads out to talk to Mance. Aemon lost loves too. Biggest fire the North has seen. Gren at the gate. 
And here we go. Episode 10. The children. John heads north of the wall. Mance says, you're wearing a black cloak again. Did John really kill Mance? Did John really mean to kill Mance? Mance offers peace for passage. Then Stannis shows up. Mance refuses to kneel. John tells Stannis to let Mance live. Kyburn works on the mountain. Grand Maester Pycelle bitches and gets dismissed from his own laboratory. Kyburn pulls out the corruption. Cersei tells Tywin she's not marrying Loras and the truth about her and Jamie. Cersei tells Jamie she told Tywin and they fuck. Fennis, the ex-slave, begs Khaleesi to re-enslave him. Danny's dragon toasted another dude's daughter. Danny goes to the catacombs and chains up two of the dragons. The crows burn the dead. Stannis watches on. Tormund tells John to burn Egret north of the wall. Joja and Bran, Hodor and Mira make it to the tree. <coughs> Skeletons attack them. Jojen gets stabbed. The children hurl fireballs. Hodor, Bran, and Mira meet the three-eyed raven. Brienne and Podrick find Arya and the Hound. Hound and Brienne brawl and the Hound falls. Brienne and Pod lose Arya. Arya taunts the Hound, takes his gold, and leaves him to die. Jamie busts out. Tyrion. Tyrion takes a detour to go to Tywin's room. He finds Shay in Tywin's bed. He kills Shay. He grabs Joffrey's crossbow and kills Tywin while he's on the shitter. Barris packs Tyrion in a box on a boat. Here's the bells ringing and decides that he should leave too. Arya pulls out her coin and Valor Margulis is onto a boat to Bravos. Valor Dohiris. Rhaegar. Viserion chained. You'll never walk, but you'll fly. Crossbow. Cross the sea. Whoo! All right, there you go. Sorry, you had to sit through that, but I wanted I wanted you to hear it all. So you. Yeah, no problem, man. So, uh, but um, I don't know. Somehow we got to talking, and something in season four came up, and I started looking at the episodes for season four, and I was like, man, this is just like a murderer's row of episodes. <laughs> I, I really think this is a great season, so I decided to jump back and, and get season four back under my belt. I'm glad you did. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes on from, from beginning to end, and uh, a lot yeah, of things finally so, change. So many good things happen here, so I, I don't know exactly what you, uh, how you want to do this, but yeah, I just kind of went through every episode and had a couple couple things from each episode that I liked or maybe didn't like or whatever just kind of stood out to me. So. Yeah, let it rip, man. So you want to, we can okay. just go however you want to here, you know, from the beginning, which, yeah. which was uh, the two swords. Yeah, I thought they, it was a really good opening for this episode where they kind of showed it melting down that sword ice. It kind of sets the tone for the season as far as, you know, we're kind of moving away from the style Lannister's own power here, so uh, I thought that was kind of a good, good opening for the season. Me too. I thought it was great. Loved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's another part in here where Joe Joffrey is just being such a dick, <laughs> like talking to him about being, uh, you know, losing his hand and just, I mean, just berating him, like you know. Uh, uh, Joffrey has he's done nothing with his life, just like, you know, railing on Jamie and I gotta say, Joffrey works heel is I mean, that might be the greatest heel in like T V history. Like he is just so hateable. Right? And they just do such a good job 
for this is like the fourth season now where they just are building him up as just a complete asshole. Oh yeah. And I mean they really they just nailed it. They could not have done a better job of meeting you a Joffrey. Even down to that horrible name Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, great. He's just so hateable. He was from day one. He he didn't do any. He had no redeeming qualities whatsoever. From the time he showed up <laughs> alongside the river, being a pussy with the, when they're playing swords, to the, his very last breath, he was being a dick. Yep. yep. <laughs> so and, uh, and, another thing we go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say another thing we get here in this episode is new Dario, who I just I can't stand him for some reason. He just annoys me every time he's on screen. I like the old Dario like so much better. He seems kind of like genuinely like a little bit like kind of charming and just in love with Daenerys. And here he's just kind of a little more like smarmy. He comes back with his beard. He never had a beard. Doesn't look anything like the old guy. Uh, well, just he just annoys me for some reason. I don't know if uh, I'm alone on that. No, it was it was quite a change because he, he doesn't look anything like the uh, original Dario. And I think didn't that dude end up he ended up getting a, a a role in one of the Avengers movies or something like that. That's why he had to give up. Oh, the, you know who that is? Um, I think is that uh, the bad guy from uh, the Deadpool movie? Is that the? Oh, is that guy? what it was? Maybe it was. I, I don't Maybe, remember. I don't know if that's why he didn't come back. That that might. Well, I guess maybe the timeline couldn't write on that. Yeah, there was some some movie, whatever it was. He got a big part in the movie and couldn't come back. I mean, why else would you? Nobody would skate on Game of Thrones, I wouldn't think. Right, right. So, anyway, but I think the best part about this episode is obviously the uh, the ending. And if you get a chance, I would suggest going back and just watching the last, like, ten minutes of this episode. And here is kind of where we start to get like a lot of Aria and the Hound, and the road they show. stumble upon this. Yeah, <laughs> they stumble upon this end, and I just love this scene because uh, Arya runs into Tolliver, who stole her sword in I don't know season two, maybe that was. Yeah, and uh, season one, season two. And so she sees Oliver, and she's just like, oh, that son of a bitch, she's got to pay. And then the hound goes in there, and then Oliver's talking to the hound, and he is just like, he just could not be more ready to kill Oliver, and he's just basically telling him to shut the hell up. And he's looking around, and, he, you know, there's, I don't know, five or six dudes in there, and the hound's just like, I'm going to have to eat every chicken in here. And it just goes on this killing this is like some brutal killing in here and topped off by Arya getting her revenge at the end against Polymer where she she uh, she cuts his legs out from under him he's laying on the ground and she basically repeats the speech that he gave her friend Lonnie when he stabbed him in the neck and stole her sword and like you could just see the look on his face like a second before he dies it finally finally realizes who Arya is. Yeah. uh, That's just like sets her on the killing, the path to killing, which is awesome. Yeah, and it's about time they gave us some good news, like something we actually wanted to to happen actually happened because so many times (laughs) something you want to happen never freaking happens, but you wanted that to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was beautiful. And you just kind of get to see a little more the, the hounds becoming a more and more sympathetic character, and you can just tell that uh, those two together are going to be great this Yeah, it seems like there's almost everybody if you were introduced as a as an asshole bad guy early on in the series you you've almost you're you know there's a good chance you're turning into your your face turning somewhere along the line and uh, on the other side of that if you're introduced as like a cute little girl like Arya was you know she's slowly becoming a, a heartless murderer so right. they're like on the opposite going the opposite directions or something good stuff anyway good stuff good stuff there so um you know episode two the uh, the line in the road really the uh the big thing here is the purple wedding at the end but you know before that i think brand was just boring the crap out of me this season yeah uh you know it starts to kind of pay off when he finally gets around and seeing flashbacks but this and it just felt like he's in a holding pattern and you kind of don't really understand his powers yet and he's just eminently boring this whole season and I think they realize um, that because I'm, he's not in season five. I don't think there. It's either. Oh, is he not even in? There? No, <laughs> no. It's like after season four, they finally make it to the tree. After you know, they could have made it to the tree in like one episode, but no, it, it took them three seasons to get to the tree. And then they're like, "Yeah, we don't got much more for Bran. We're just gonna leave him out of season five. So they left him out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> on the good side here, we get Jamie and Bran introduced to each other. So. Uh, the beginning of a lot of good stuff with those two. Um, they think they, you know, as Jamie starts to kind of train with his left hand. Yeah. But we thought there was really, going to be some hope for that, but it turns out there really wasn't much hope for it. <laughs> right. But uh, obviously the big thing here is the Purple Wedding. And, uh, you know, this has just been leading up, going back to everybody just hating Joffrey. The moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> but um, there's a couple things. There's a couple things in here that I thought were pretty good. Um, first of all, there's like a minute and a half scene with two good things in it. And there's like uh, you see Elena talking, Lady Elena talking to Sansa. She's kind of like playing with her necklace. So look close, I think you can see that there's a. A uh, little piece of her necklace removed during that scene. Yeah, and then there's also a part where Elena says something. She's talking about the uh, the um, the red wedding, and she's like, "Oh, I can't believe they murdered people at the wedding." Right? Yeah. So just a little, <laughs> you know, if you're not really thinking, obviously looking back on it now, it's all you know, it's there for the taking. But um, immediately after that. I, I just, this is like one of these stupid little moments and I just think it's hilarious. So, I guess the, you know, they're playing this music at Jeffrey's, uh, Joffrey's wedding and it's a band called Sigur Ross from Iceland and I don't really know anything about them but they're playing, they're like this avant-garde band and they're playing these weird instruments at the wedding and like I started to kind of get into it and I'm like, oh wow, this is really this is really a cool uh, version of Winds of Rains of Castamere. And you can even see, like, Marjorie during this scene just, like, start to kind of lean in and just be like, wow, this is so beautiful. Like, these guys are great. And then immediately Joffrey's just like, get out of here. It's like chucking coins at him. And I was just like, man, that is just like, 
such a perfect Joffrey moment. Like, they're sucking me in. They're sucking Marjorie in. Then just starts chucking chains at him. Like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I love it. And then he's like, oh, what else can I do to Tyrion? Let's see here. And they, you got to give him credit. The, the, the performance of the, the War of the Five Kings was hilarious, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> They come out and Tyrion's just like, oh man, these are my poker buddies. Why'd you have to go get these guys? <laughs> poker buddies. <laughs> yeah, just breeding them around, just, uh, you know, standing the fuel, uh, standing the flames of reasons to hate Joffrey. Yeah. So. So then, like you said, you finally get the moment we've all been waiting for. And I, you know, I guess I originally kind of wanted him to die in a more horrific way. But looking back on it, I guess it is, you just kind of think poisoning. But he really is, it really is a, a horrible way to go. He's just choking and his face is purple. And uh, it just brought joy to so many people that night. Oh, it did, yeah. It was like that was two two episodes in a row that we've gotten uh, good <laughs> endings. You, you know, <laughs> like they're setting us up. <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, let's see. Moving on to episode three, Breaker of Chains. Um, I'm kind of looking back. I think this is one of the weaker episodes of the season. It was just kind of a transitional uh, thing, you know. They just got to get people yeah. from one place to another, pretty much. Well, I thought it was a little odd that the one thing I thought was odd is you kind of get the feeling that Jamie and the Hound are, are starting to become more sympathetic characters and, uh, you know, are maybe on a path towards redemption. And, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you end up with Jamie, you know, raping his sister next to the coffin. And then you get um, the hound, like, stealing money from that uh, farm family that kind of took them in. And I just kind of things that caught me off guard a little bit there. Because, you, you know, on one hand, like I said, you feel like they're they're ready to be ready for redemption, but they're not ready to go there just yet, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny because you just knew it was coming. Arya's like, oh, these people are so nice. And, and the hound was just, like, not having it. Yeah. <laughs> beat his ass. Just, I'm surprised he didn't kill that you. dude. He just kind of knocked him out. Yeah, hit him on the head. Yeah, this, and his daughter, huh? I was like, jeez. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we see them again. <laughs> Season seven. At least part of them. But, um, so, the other thing I like here is we get, uh, we get Ollie's debut as uh, the, the wildlings ride through his camp and just. Uh, destroy everybody except him and that the stir the fen just tells him uh, go tell you know I'm going to eat your parents go tell the crows that the guys go black yeah <laughs> what a horrible thing to say or hear yeah <coughs> oh. but um, so other than that Danny frees Marine and man I gotta say this is another holding pattern for me where I'm just like how long is she going to be trying to free slaves on the other side of the world? Like, this has just been going on for, like, two or three seasons now. And the super dramatic uh, 
I've just, I've just had enough of this super dramatic Daenerys Targaryen ending with the oh, 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 and she's throwing chains. It's like, okay, we got it. It's on the other side of the world. Super dramatic ending. Awesome. Yeah, and it's the same. I think it's the same thing with Bran. They had to come, you know, it was just not, there's just not that much story of her over there as far as the books go i think i mean i haven't read the books but i've you know read up on what happens and she's yeah i think they could have probably did all of her stuff in one season at the most but they're like no we got to get her through eight seasons we got to figure something out here we gotta keep stalling <laughs> just like bran they're like yeah we can't just take danny off of an entire season like we're gonna do with bran we're just gonna uh how about we'll tell the same story three times and then uh finally get our act together here <laughs> So, uh, moving on, episode four, Oathkeeper. I think this is maybe what got me convinced to go back and watch season four because something came up about this episode. And I was like, man, I love this episode. Like, there's just a lot, there's so much stuff, so much good stuff going on here. Jamie's training with Braun. Elena admits to killing Joffrey. Uh,. Jamie, and you kind of get to see a little bit more of the uh, interaction with Jamie and Brienne, where he's giving her his Valyrian steel sword, the armor, and kind of sending her out of this shit. And, uh, I don't know, just, you, you kind of, I'm curious to see if anything happens with those two here in the, the last season. Yeah, me too. Um... So other than that, I really like the part, too, where John is trying to convince people to go to Crafter's Keep, and they finally they finally let him take volunteers, and he, he makes his sales pitch, and then they go around the room, and his buddies just start standing up, and are like, all right, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> and Janos, Janice Slint is like in, in Alistair's ear going, yeah, dude, let him go. They won't make it back. They'll probably die. Fuck him. Yeah. That little slimy rat. <laughs> and I like how I like how Locke is um he's infiltrated, you know, like, oh yeah, oh, just don't mind me. I'm just Locke. So, yeah. That, yeah, he that, does a really good job of just uh playing the role there of just uh, infiltrating and going after john and he and he ends up finding bran which is a crazy part because that's what he wanted to do you know oh i guess I, i'm yeah. like jumping ahead here but yeah so that was a and the night king touching the baby that was insane i mean that was a great is that like, like the first is that like the first time we really get a good look at the night king yeah because i i remember when this came out somebody's i think they put in the description of the episode the night king but i think then like people were like no you weren't supposed to tell him that's his name yet like they accidentally put the night right. king out and yeah and, uh, yeah i remember that too yeah that and, was I, a- and i'd like to apologize too because i realized when i did my haiku for this episode i spelled night king with a k <laughs> and it's really just n-i-g-h-t night king i, I, I thought you were i thought you were being clever i thought you were being clever right there you should have known better than that so, but yeah, anyway, that's, that's uh, just one of my questions. All right. Anything else on so, four? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think we're ready for uh, episode five. What's his name? 
I'm kind of glad that they just made Tom and the King here and then get too much like wrapped up in that. But just like you got the beginning of the episode, they're like, all right, King, fine. And then uh, <laughs> I love when they're Marjorie and Cersei are talking after the uh, after the wedding. <laughs> and this is looking back on it. This is probably the kind of stuff that gets Marjorie killed. <laughs> but, um, Spoiler alert! They're talking to sister Cersei, and she's like, "Oh man, there's going to be a lot of weddings coming up." And she's like, "I'm not even going to know what to call you, sister or mother." Yeah. And Cersei, <laughs> right there, Cersei probably decided that she had to be killed. Oh yeah, that <laughs> she was dead. This <laughs> is a great, great line. So. You know, otherwise, here we still get like Arya and the Hound action where she kind of debuts her list to the Hound and he just tells her to get on with it and she <laughs> answers me and at the very end, That was good. I, I like the, I like how Craster's Keep came together because it was, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Everything there. Yeah, that was, that's obviously the, you know, the big ending of this episode. It's great too and you get to uh, finally, you get to see Ward Odor, which is just great. He just takes Locke, after Locke tries to take Bran, he just picks him up and like snaps him in half or whatever. I don't even know what he did, but man, he just like breaks his neck and yeah. his arm and just hanging out. So this kind of gives you an idea of just how powerful Hodor is, but... <laughs> And then he kind of snaps out of it, and he's like, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Yeah. And I th- Carl Carl was a great bad guy, too. He was just, he, they, he was casted perfectly. The way the guy talked was yeah. just like, man, he's evil. Yeah, that was a, that was a great scene with him and uh, Jon Snow at the end, and it kind of looks like, it kind of looks like uh, Carl's going to get the better of him. And he said something about, like, oh, did a short man teach you to fight with honor? But, like, he kind of knows, you know, what John's style is and how to fight him or whatever. And, um, I think it's kind of interesting here because you see, like, Carl's like, I'm not fighting with honor. and just, like, spits in his face and looks like he got him. And uh, that will kind of come back a, a little later on this season. But, um uh, yeah, that whole that whole scene at the Crafters was great. <laughs> and then, the, oh, there's only one thing left to do. You got to burn that place to the ground. <laughs> yeah, erase it from existence. Season four, episode six: The Laws of God and Men. So, you know, going back to annoying characters, uh, his daughter Delon. Oh Del- yeah. Rick, Makes his debut in this episode. Another guy that just kind of feel like punching every time he's on the screen. So <laughs> he makes his his debut here. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, like this is just like Tyrion Lannister his finest here when he's on trial, and uh, that's just a really long scene at the end of this episode. That's another thing. If you're ever bored and feel like rewatching, it's just like this is a trial. Tyrion is just great stuff going on here definitely that's it's, it's one of the classic moments of the show and yeah and uh you know so tywin kind of makes a deal and you know jamie thinks he saved 
uh, Tyrion's life, and then she comes in and just starts giving him the business, and he just can't stand it anymore, and he's just got to, he just goes off. And um, I love him. He's just like, I wish to confess. I wish to confess. And then he just starts going off. <laughs> he's like, I, I didn't kill him, but I wish I had. And I wish I could poison every one of you. And he just goes on this tirade, which culminates in uh, requesting the trial by combat. But yeah, that, that ending of him just going off on everybody is awesome yeah and after they pull shay out of the woodwork that that was just like that's the last kick in the balls and um yeah trial by combat that was one you know i just keep thinking the only thing i keep thinking throughout this whole thing is like if you kill Tyrion, i'm going to kill you george rr R. martin <laughs> <laughs> Tyrion better not fucking die anyway um i know one one other uh just small part of this episode I liked was when, when Oberon was talking to Varys, it was a short scene, but Oberon's just got him nailed. He's like, ah, your accent. Um, he's like, I don't have a freaking accent. What are you talking about? He's like, Lee's, you know, whatever. And the way Varys looks at him after Oberon nailed is just freaking, it's priceless. It's like, ah, your accent. Lee's in Varys was like, oh, <laughs> I got rid of my accent. Yeah, yeah like, oh, I funny. got rid of my accent. He's like, yes, I also have an ear for that. <laughs> but, Ober- yeah, I liked Oberon Martell. I mean, this is you know season four. He, it's all wrapped up. We get we get him and we get rid of him at the same time. But yeah, it's you know we Oberon, we hardly knew you. Right, episode seven, Mockingbird. So, uh, a couple things here. We get the new mountain makes their debut. I think that's the third different person to play the mountain. Hmm. But uh, this guy looks like he's sticking around for the long haul. He's like a world uh, um, strongman winner or something like that. Yeah. I think he's like, I forget his name now. But It's very um, hard to pronounce. It's like he's, I don't know, he's <laughs> Swedish or something like that or Nord, Nordic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we've got a good scene here with Bron, who's basically telling uh, Tyrion that he's not going to fight the mountain for him. But, you know, kind of a good, just good, uh, you know, they always have good chemistry between the two of them. So, yeah. he's announced that he's not going to fight. Um, you know, one other thing here, uh, Long, you know, always a lot of great nude scenes in the uh, Game of Thrones. And I'm going to have to say that the... Uh, the Red Woman nude scene in this episode is one, one of the one of the best the show has to offer. If you ask me. <laughs> but um, some other great. She's great. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> I, I love the uh, the scene with Pod and Brienne in the uh, inn or whatever, and uh, Brienne just like doesn't know what to do. She's like, I'm I'm looking for something dark, red hair, blah blah blah. And Pod's like, man, what are you doing? Like, we gotta, we gotta keep a low profile here. Like, you're gonna get us in trouble. Everybody hates the landscape. And then Hot Pie comes out with like a piece of bread baked for him. And he's just like, uh, oh yeah, I know the starts. Like, here, let me help you. Let me help you. Like, immediately after Pod gets her business. And then, uh, after that scene, she just looks at Pod and she's like, uh, you were saying? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was good stuff there. Yeah, that's real good stuff. 
and as the, well as just over god Oberon, Oberon and Tyrion's uh, cell was amazing. Yeah, that's a that's a goose bumper right there. Right. Like him just, and and I don't know, I don't know. I'm surprised I didn't see this coming. I don't know why, but um, that kind of was for some reason just didn't. I didn't put two and two together on that one. But you know, he's basically been wanting a piece of the mountain. And he's like, hey man. Uh, I'm, you know, he said something about like, oh, if you want justice, you've come to the wrong place. 